Joe Biden's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen blames the American people for sky-high inflation. Rona McDaniel will likely face multiple challengers in the race to lead the Republican National Committee. Plus, one medical school tries to scrub its wokeness from its website. All that and more. I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour. And God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. Hope you had a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with the clueless Biden administration and officials like Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. As you know, inflation is at a 40-year high. It's one of the major issues, if not the major issue, on the minds of Republicans, Democrats, and independents as we headed into the 2022 midterm elections. And all along the way, we've seen Biden officials and Biden himself dismiss inflation or blame the American people for not being okay with it. Remember former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki? She famously said this. Americans are seeing their dollars, their paychecks uh, stretched right now. Why should Americans not be concerned that injecting another $1.75 trillion or more would further raise inflation? Because no economist out there is projecting that this will have a negative impact on inflation. Friends, that was a year ago, and people who actually understand economics were definitely saying that the Build Back Better bill and the infrastructure bill would raise inflation. Guess what? It did. But then you have Joe Biden saying things like this. People are shocked by their grocery bills. What can you do better and faster? Well, first of all, let's put this in perspective. Inflation rate month to month was just, uh, 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 just an inch. Hardly at all. You're not arguing that 8.3 is good news. No, I'm not saying it is good news, but it was 8.2 or 8.2 before. I mean, it's not, you're, I, mean, I can make it sound like all of a sudden, my God, it went to 8.2%. It's, it's the highest inflation rate, Mr. President, in 40 years. I got that. That was from about two months ago. And it's outrageous that he actually tried to make the case that people shouldn't freak because, yes, inflation is high, but it's steady high right there at 8.2, 8.3%. I think it's the combination of clueless and arrogance that really gets me. The left treat regular Americans as pawns in a game. They truly don't care, and thus you end up with statements such as Biden's. But that brings us to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who this week actually blamed the American people for inflation because we're all splurging on things. So normally you wouldn't expect um, just because you had a rapid recovery uh, for inflation to rise very much, if at all. But it turned out the pandemic had very special impacts on the economy. Remember, everybody stopped spending on services. They were in their homes for a year or more. Um, they wanted to buy grills and for office furniture. They were working from home. They suddenly started splurging on goods. Oh my gosh, where do you even start? First of all, people weren't just staying at home. They were forced to stay at home, locked down by the government. If, and they weren't out there buying grills. What is she even talking about? Inflation was not caused by the American people trying to live their lives. It was caused by the incredible amount of money that was poured into the economy by the Biden administration. But there you have it whether it's Saki or Biden or Karine Jean-Pierre or Janet Yellen, 
there's always someone else to blame. And all of us are just supposed to be okay with it because we're just not smart enough to know what they are doing. In fact, we know exactly what they are doing, and that is they are ruining the economy. I guess I should have splurged on a grill before prices went up. All right, next let's talk about possible changes at the Republican National Committee. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search out my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about the Republican National Committee or RNC. Following the midterm elections, I had a segment on whether the Republican McTrio were in McTrouble. That's Mitch McConnell in the Senate, Kevin McCarthy in the House, and Rona McDaniel at the RNC. Well, McConnell was easily reelected to his Senate leadership position. Apparently, losing Senate seats in two straight elections is okay with them. On the House side, McCarthy is facing some opposition to his quest to become Speaker of the House, but it is from a small group of conservative House members who could very well strike a deal to assure McCarthy gets the speakership. In other words, business as usual. Then there's the RNC. McDaniel has held the chairman position through three election cycles now, and the results have been disappointing. But will anyone stand up to challenge her? Maybe so. Here's the story. Representative Lee Zeldin is accelerating his exploration of a bid to lead the Republican National Committee assembling a team of advisors to help determine his viability versus incumbent RNC chairwoman Rona McDaniel. Zeldin had loosely mulled running for RNC chairman since just after the midterm elections, when some Republicans, impressed with his strong, albeit losing, campaign for New York governor, began encouraging him to challenge McDaniel. This week, the congressman formalized his consideration process by tapping a coterie of eight GOP insiders to assist with whipping support among RNC voting members and ascertaining if there is a path to ousting the incumbent chairwoman. Lee Zeldin isn't the only one possibly looking to replace McDaniel. Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow and a staunch Trump supporter, says he's in the race as well. I am 100% running for the RNC chairman against Ronna McDaniel. 100%, I'm all in, Steve, and... Uh... One of the things that uh, one of the big donors said to me, he said, Mike, he said, everybody wants you to be head of the RNC. Some of them just don't know it yet. Now, early talk from just following the midterm elections was that McDaniel would easily win the R when the RNC convenes in January. But now that people have had a chance to soak in the election results and people like Lindell and Lee Zeldin are stepping up, perhaps change is in the air. I think change is needed for sure. The question is, will it happen? Let me know in the comments. All right, next let's talk about the University of Florida's College of Medicine, because like many corporate and education entities, it has come under the control of the woke radical left. And as is a common outcome, the school has put medical care under the umbrella of racism. According to the school, medical care must be thought of differently because America and everyone in it is racist. Well. Thankfully, sane people still exist, and more importantly, they are now speaking out. And the outrage has caused the medical school to quietly scrub its woke messaging from its website. Here's a story. The University of Florida College of Medicine is scrubbing anti-racism pages from its website in the wake of a report detailing the influence of left-wing ideology on the school's curriculum. 
the report from Do No Harm, a group opposed to identity politics and medical education, was released November 22nd and highlighted a slew of activist statements by the public medical school, many of them posted to its official website. Now, just to give you a flavor of what was included on the website, the med school had the obligatory Black Lives Matter slogan on it. Web pages also included statements condemning systemic oppression and listed resources for combating systemic racism, including guidelines instructing white allies to assume racism is everywhere, every day. This type of activity will continue unless we continue to speak out. The only way we can come together as a country is to call out those who seek to divide us. It's time to retire those who make a living on the politics of race and division. All right, next let's talk about the ongoing push in schools to not only indoctrinate our children, but to also push overt sexualization when kids should just be kids. It's happening again, and this time it's through a so-called learning app that promotes radical gender identity as part of the school curriculum. Here's the story. A reading software application used in schools nationwide teaches kindergartners about little boys who wear dresses, little girls who use boys' bathrooms, and pride parades. Epic, a reading and learning app, has more than 40,000 books, 106 of which promote LGBT sexuality to children under 12. Moms for Liberty chapter leader Robin Steenman said organizations push LGBT books on children because kids quickly swallow information. It's a lot easier to indoctrinate a kindergartner than it is a college student, she said. If you do this in kindergarten, you're going to have a 99% success rate because they're just absolutely defenseless. She's certainly right about that, but this push to over-sexualize little kids is extending far beyond schools. As you know, the fashion house Balenciaga is under fire for their recent ad campaign in which children were at center stage. The first gift collection campaign featured photos of children holding handbags that looked like teddy bears wearing leather harnesses and spiked collars with wine glasses near in some of the shots. The second campaign featured an office theme, which included a photo with a page from a Supreme Court ruling of United States versus Williams in the background. That ruling deemed the promotion of child pornography illegal and not protected under freedom of speech. What is going on here? These people actually thought it was cool to use a Supreme Court case on child pornography as a setting for their holiday campaign. All of these examples remind us that it is up to all of us to ensure that children can be children and grow up in safety and love. The agenda of the left is just disgusting. So, we've had Janet Yellen blaming Americans for high inflation, Rona McDaniel planning to run for re-election despite ongoing failures, and medical schools getting caught going woke. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. First, here's some recent comments from Dr. Tony Fauci, who says lockdowns aren't all that bad. When you're talking about shutting things down, it should always be a temporary phenomenon, not a long range strategy, but you should do it with a purpose in mind to allow you to open. And the best purpose is, while you're shutting down, get as many people vaccinated as you possibly can. Are you kidding me? There is so much wrong with that statement, I don't even know where to begin. Maybe I'll just sum up by saying he's supporting lockdowns, which have been shown not to work. And he's pushing a vaccine 
that doesn't stop you from getting COVID or spreading COVID. Great science right there. And then how about Joe Biden at his recent state dinner with French President Macron, where he was once again referencing his list of approved journalists that he was told to call on. Okay, who's the next question? Got my list here. Is my turn to call on someone? Right? Okay, how about NPR, Tom Keith? And to wrap things up, how about this breaking headline from the Babylon Bee? Tim Cook says he's ready to pull Twitter from App Store once President Xi gives the order. Sounds about right. Blast Twitter for promoting free speech, but support China in suppressing it. Way to go, Tim Cook. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our next show will be Monday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.